South Africa's local elections will be going ahead on the 1st of November. In this video, we figure out what that means. Let's get started. The Cizwe Mbofu Welsh Experience Podcast. Spread the fire fam, welcome back to SMWX. If you're new around here, my name is Dr. Sizwe Mbofu Welsh and on this channel, SMWX, we explore South African politics through interviews and analysis. So today, I wanna to talk about South Africa's upcoming local government elections, which are scheduled to take place on the 1st of November, 2021. Now, I did a video right at the beginning of this year, previewing the, these elections, so do check that out. But in this video, now that the election is looming, I want to take a look at a few aspects of this election. First, the fact that it's even going ahead. And second, look at some of the polls that have come out about this election. And in a subsequent video, I'll look at, from the perspective of different political parties, what will constitute a victory and what will constitute um, a drawback in this election. So let's get started on the first part of this video, which talks about the journey to this election actually being called for the 1st of November. The Cizwe Mbofu Walsh Experience, SMWX. This election is unprecedented in many ways because up until a few weeks ago from the time of shooting, we didn't even know whether it would be happening this year. So let's retrace the story. I know there's been a lot going on, so uh, let me just try and simplify that for you because getting to the election date of the 1st of November was uh, a long drawn out process. So we could start as far back as we like, but let's start with the Moseneke Commission, which was a commission of inquiry set up by the Independent Electoral Commission in turn um, to check if a free and fair election could happen this year in the context of the COVID-19 pandemic. And the Moseneke uh, Commission sat for a while and uh, eventually looked into this question of whether the election could happen and decided eventually that indeed the election could not happen this year it should be postponed to february so that seemed like the election was going to be postponed but then there was a lingering constitutional question because the constitution requires that elections happen within five years give or take 90 days of the previous election which happened in 2016 five years ago actually in august in 2016. So there was a constitutional question about, okay, if we're going to postpone this election, how do we do it within the bounds of the constitution? And this eventually came to the constitutional court where the IEC applied effectively to delay the election, along with some other political parties and various other uh, people responded and said, no, the election should go ahead. Some political parties, NGOs, the constitutional court heard the matter and decided, nope, we're not going with the recommendation of the Moseneke um, inquiry or investigation, but what we're going to do is we, we're going to say the election should happen and it should happen somewhere between October the 27th and, and around November the 1st, in and around that period. And here we are, uh, the election was declared for the 1st of November by Minister Nkosazana Jamini Zuma. So, we're in a situation for the first time in our de democratic history where we have an election that is clouded by an outside event, this pandemic, 
and it's not clear exactly the extent to which that will influence and affect the election and whether it would in hindsight uh, or at least in foresight at this point have been better to postpone the election to a later date. The thing is that it's clear that although many people have started to be vaccinated, vaccinations at the point of the 1st of November will not be as high as they would have been in February. Uh, it's difficult to know where cases will be because this is a hard pandemic to predict, but we know that vaccinations would have been higher um, in February. Anyway, be that as it may, water under the bridge now and the election has been called. So the question really is what effect will this uh, pandemic have on the election? And there are a number of effects that we need to think through. The first is in terms of registrations, that, that's even before turnout, because remember turnout is the number of voters who vote that are registered. Whereas the number of people who actually register itself you know, will be deeply affected by this election. And we may see the lowest registrations we've ever seen. We may see higher, we don't know yet because there are extra registration weekends happening. By the time you watch this, there will be a registration weekend happening. So do register to vote. Um, but it'll be interesting to see exactly how many people do register and whether we actually get uh, lower or, or decent numbers of registration. So that's one thing to keep an eye out on. The other then, of course, is on election day, the turnout of the election. So the number of registered voters who do actually vote. And that, again, could be influenced by where we are in COVID, where we are with the vaccination rollout. And uh, we'll see if we, if we perhaps get uh, low or decent turnout. But remember, even if we do get decent turnout, that may be on lower registration numbers. So actually looking at the number of people who vote in this election compared to, say, 2016 or compared to even 2019 will be really interesting and really important and something to keep an eye on. In the meantime, there's a huge battle going on about the registration of candidates themselves, because you know in order to stand for a local election, you have to register candidates to, to stand in wards, especially proportional representation candidates. So in order to be able to contest an election, you first have to register candidates. And most parties actually did register their candidates before the deadline. But the one major party was the ANC, which had problems in registering its candidates. So when the IEC um, was given the green light by the Constitutional Court to extend the deadline of the election, they also added new registration dates and said that because of this, they needed to open the process for candidate registration again, which essentially gave the ANC a lifeline to register a whole bunch of candidates that had failed to register before the election. And this would have had far-reaching consequences for its election outcome, outcomes and performance. But now uh, the Democratic Alliance has taken this question of the extension of the candidate registration process back to the Constitutional Court. And at the time of recording, we're still uh, awaiting an outcome of, of whether that will be uh, accepted and let alone uh, whether there'll be a judgment. Uh, the IEC, as I record, has, has filed, um, I think, answering papers for, for that case. So there's still a little bit of ambiguity around whether candidate registration will be reopened, thereby giving the ANC a lifeline. Um, but we'll wait to see what the final outcome is. So we are 
just weeks away from a major and important election, but still so much up in the air at the moment. And, and I think that's, that's a key thing uh, that we need to think about. So comment down below. I'm keen to hear your thoughts. Do you think the election should be going ahead? Um, if not, do you think that the Constitutional Court got it right, got it wrong? Should Parliament have taken earlier steps outside of the Constitutional Court to amend the Constitution to allow for an extended deadline? Uh, it's far too late for that now because there would have to be public participation. But who's to blame for this uh, uncertainty so close to a major and important local government election? Uh, give me your thoughts down below. Keen to engage in the comments. So let's move on to some of the polls that have come out about this election because I think they paint an interesting picture. The Caesar Mbofu Walsh Experience. SMWX. Right, so in this part of the video, I want to talk about some of the polls that have come out about this election, or, or one in particular, and that was the Ipsos uh, Pulse of the People. Now, this is a really interesting poll, um, which continues all the way up to the election. But when you look at the history of this poll, what you find is that it gives you a good ballpark of where voter sentiment lies. So it, of course, won't be perfect, but it will be within a certain margin of, of what we can expect. You can't expect things to swing like 10 or 20 points away from uh, where this Pulse of the People poll uh, sits, at least historically. Um, so I would keep an eye on that because it's usually a good marker of, of where things stand. And one of the interesting things that came out of the most recent uh, poll that was, that was published, um, this surveyed 1,501 people from various demographics um, in, a, in a mobile phone survey, um, was, was that for the first time the ANC in, in an election poll of this kind has dropped below the 50% mark. Now, it's important to enter the caveat that this is not an election poll. It's also unclear as to what the turnout of the election can be and that affects forecasting. So this is not a forecast for what will happen, but it's just an interesting perspective to show where the ANC is currently sitting. You'll remember in 2016, in the local government election there, uh, the ANC sat at its lowest ever position, which was about 53%. And it went below 50 in many of the major cities. And so in this election, what we know is that overall, ANC support seems to be dampened and, uh, and depressed, whereas uh, the EFF um, is polling relatively well. The DA is polling worse than it did in the 2016 election, um, but somewhere around, um, and I'll put the link to this poll so you can read the actual numbers, but I think it was somewhere around 18% with the EFF somewhere around 14, 15%. And what that also shows is that at a national scale, despite the ANC obviously uh, going down to below 50 for the first time, um, opposition parties, though some of them are doing better than before, like the EFF in these polls, um, still have some way to go before they can challenge the, the overall electoral dominance of the ANC. But when we zoom into different cities, I think we'll get a much clearer picture and just, just a heads up into how to look into this election. There are multiple polls that come out from multiple places. There's the Ipsos one, there are, there are various other polls. An interesting exercise to do 
is to look at the different polls that will come out, especially in the build up to the election, and then take the average of those polls. Um, because we don't have like a major polling uh, institution in South Africa, like, like in other elections, obviously we don't have as much data as we'd like, but it's interesting to get uh, an average between different polls. And that can sometimes give you an even uh, sharper picture of, of where exactly the, the voter sentiment is heading. Um, I did this in the 2016 election. There were, there were like two or three polls, I think, um, taking the averages and, and they gave a, a reasonable, reasonable outcome. Not exact, but you got a sense of where things were heading. But the absolute best thing to do is when, before the election results have been officially announced, listen to the CSIR because they have a very sophisticated election model and when they start getting voter data in very early like uh, hours after uh, they get this uh, voting data in after the election they can then forecast the election very very accurately so pay very special attention to the CSIR um, when they say how they think the election is going um, maybe in the first day after the election but before the results have been officially announced uh, so that's a little heads up for that. I, I have looked at the CSIR data in both in uh, 2016 and 2019, and uh, the closer you get to the actual announcement, it becomes you know um, very very accurate. So interesting. What are your thoughts? Let me know down below. Um, EFF doing better than it has done in previous polls, pushing towards the 15 mark. DA lower than it was in in uh, 2016. Um, but opposition parties in general uh, pushing the ANC down to below 49, uh, below 50% sitting at around 49. It'll be interesting to see in this election. And I think one of the biggest questions is going to be, will the ANC overall come below 50 in a national election for the first time? And I think that would be momentous. There'll be various cities to look out for. I'll do more videos on this election as it draws closer, but I'd also like to know from you in this election season, what content would you like from me? What videos would you like me to do? What issues would you like me to look at? Who would you like me to interview? Which parties do you want me to bring onto the platform? I'd really like to co-create this election season with you. So I'm really keen to know. Those of you who've stayed to the end, comment down below with your thoughts on what this channel should be doing. And I hope this will be a cool place for you to return to as the election unfolds so that you can get insight into uh, all you need to know um, about the local government election, not just the information, but also the analysis. Thanks for joining us on SMWX. Spread the fire. Ayeye. And see you on the next video. The Cizu Mbofu Welsh Experience Podcast. Ay, 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 ay.